Should I do my radio voice again? No, I'm just kidding. Hello and welcome to. Um, this is really stupid, but actually, my aunt has a radio talk show where she's like a sex therapist. What? But yeah, that's weird. What? She's like my um. Can I call her? Yeah, but it's in Canada. Hello and welcome to Quelv Hardy episode three. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> We're here on this hundred degree July day. With the windows closed. Yeah. <laughs> We're really suffering. We not I actually make it. Was, I was just thinking about that where I was like, how could I cut out the sound of the air conditioning? Because this is going to be very hot. Um, we're both not really doing that well this morning, so I think it's going to be a really interesting thing to re-listen to. <laughs> Have we mentioned that I don't like Adrian's cat? <laughs> I think we mentioned that on the first podcast when... It's because she's loyal Recurring to me. Theme. As her mother. Adrian's cat sucks. She, she only kind of does suck, sucks, but I love way. her. I found her and actually I saw a tweet about this where it was like pe- the way people talk about their dogs is like, oh my god, this beautiful angel on this planet that I paid three thousand dollars for and I love this. And then cats are like this trash gutter animal I found. <laughs> and like I lur- it was like I lured out of a gutter with a shrimp tied to a string. <laughs> Honestly, so you went skating on Saturday and it was like a thousand degrees. Yeah, I think just standing there, you would just sweat, but it was chill. The rest of the late skate crew went to Long Beach on Sunday, which I was not going to do because it was so hot. It's not, that's a, how do you say this? It's like It's the hottest temperature to hot. date on that day. Yes, that's it. Yeah, I, um, I went to the beach and then I'm committing to practicing rolling ollies every day this month. I saw your video. Yeah, I'm you getting did it. I'm getting off the crack. Fair. I'm but get- you did it. Yeah, but I've been able to crack Ollie for like two months now. But now I'm just going to live in the feeling of utter failure until I can Ollie <laughs> I properly. I Well, I didn't break my knee, but last time I tried to Ollie up the curb, I, it hurt for a while. <laughs> no. Um... Well, I yeah. wanted to mention a cool, a couple cool things in the skateboarding world. Uh, Alyssa Steamer is on Baker now, which is yeah. really exciting. A couple of people asked me, like, does she even skate still? And I was like, I guess so, obviously. <laughs> like, if they, if... I Are you mean, sure she just never stopped skating? Yeah, I don't, I don't really think that she would probably be put on Baker if there wasn't, like, a part or something coming out. <laughs> I also wanted to get your thoughts, Kristen, on the Skate Kitchen movie. A lot of people keep asking me, like, what I actually think about it, and I have, like, some mixed feelings. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, I guess I might have mixed feelings, too. One, I, um, I think I kind of watched the trailer, so I have a little bit of understanding of what's going on here. Um, being from Philadelphia, Will Smith is my favorite human ever, so mm. Jaden's in it, so mm. that's an extra plus for Proxy. me. Also, I skate with Nina and Moon Bear every once in a while, mm. and they're super rad, so I'm really proud of them, and I just met Rachel at Go Skateboarding yeah. Day the other week, and I just called her Rachel, and I'm pretty sure it's Rochelle. I know, I always Did I mention like that men- we're tired? Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I always like mentally block out the right way her name is spelled, so then I just think it's Rachel. I think it's Rochelle. It's yeah. Okay, anyway, so I met Rochelle, which I, I just met her the first time last week, so give me yes. a break here. Um, and she was just like rallying all the girls to skate, and I just thought that was super rad. I know, I kind of get the feeling it's going to be like a more wholesome kids 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That as well. Like, I think I like it because, I mean, I haven't seen it. I'm, I want to see it. I think it's not necessarily indicative of who they are as people, probably, because it's a movie and it's not, like, a documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, as people, they're not written and they don't have storylines, you know? So, yeah. But, like, I think it's cool just to have that representation out in the real world. Yeah. I think it's gonna be cool. I think it's gonna inspire a lot of girls to skate, which I think is yes. cool. Um, I'm stoked for the girls in the film, personally. Yes. Yeah, they've been doing so many like Vans pop-ups about the film too, which I think even that's probably getting people out there. So that's yeah. cool and exciting. One um, day I'll watch it and I'm really stoked. Too. Yeah, one day we'll watch it and then we'll come back and have like an actual <laughs> review on that. Um, also, we went to the Cave Homo Zine 2 launch. Fuck yeah. Uh, we met Lacey Baker, and that was very exciting. Yeah. So, yes. the Cave Homo Zine, I'm going to paraphrase this probably poorly, but I'll try. Um, the Cave Homo Zine is founded by this awesome dude, Luke. And he kind of profiled Brian Anderson mm-hmm. for the last Cave Homo zine. Yes. And then now this second episode, episode, the second, second what, what is it called? Volume? The second yes, volume of Cave Homo. Yeah. Um, he profiled Lacey with two to three photographers who yeah, kind I of captured her image in different ways, which was really awesome to see. And then the kind of flip side of the zine was just like a collection of queer artists exactly Um, exactly that yeah it was like a half half and half so you like flip it over at a certain point and it's one magazine yeah it's cool it was really i definitely recommend checking out the zine the instagram the movement all the above I think it's also really cool that he did exactly 666 editions. I, I, I noticed that too. <laughs> it's like that takes a certain person in the best way to do that. Yeah. I really like that. But yeah, I've it's noticed. it's definitely worth it. And I, okay, I wanted to give a shout out to my friend Eric or Ice Cream Eric on Instagram for making the music for our podcast. It's taken three episodes for me to remember to do this, but thank you, thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> Thanks, you. Thanks, Eric. Um, and we are officially accepting submissions woo, for our third <laughs> issue. <laughs> um, I think this heat is ruining my life. I think everyone I know feels like, everyone in New York feels like their brain has physically been microwaved. Yeah, it's like leaking out of my ears like, at this point. The last two weekends going out skating and just like even hanging out like everyone's just kind of felt like physically cooked like it's more the brain thing for me like yeah my brain feels cooked like we feel like we have hummus brain i really need help today we're accepting submissions yes for issue three of the quell magazine um so send them yes so send them so email them to us we yeah as per usual we accept submissions anything having to do with women's skateboarding you can be a guy and still submit a photo <laughs> of a woman skateboarding. That's like one of the main questions I get. Or you could be a girl submitting a photo of a male skateboarder because you're you a could. female photographer. Yeah. Supporting it one way or the other. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But regardless, you can still be a guy or a girl taking photos of a guy or not identify as any gender and still submit to this magazine because i would love to include you save the date on august 4th we are having another devil header party and skate meetup at 
Blue Park and Project Parlor. Yeah. Yeah, so come out. Well, yeah, I think we're going to do Blue Park. It's mm-hmm. a fun place um, where we're going to bring some extra boards. So if you want to, like, just learn how to push around for the very first time, like, you're more than welcome to do so. You don't need to have a skateboard to come hang out. Like, just not come chill. Wear sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you could actually do it and not hurt your toes. Um, yeah. Speaking of fundraisers, also on July 19th at El Cortez in Bushwick. Bushwick. So Joanna from Late Skate is having a fundraiser at El Cortez for her visa. Um, we're donating some merchandise and there's going to be raffles and there's going to be beer specials and there's going to be, be bands. Bands and it's going to be a really fun time. That's a yeah. Thursday night too. So no pressure if you work. It's You can roll in on Friday. That's true. On Thursday. I think it's like $5 or something and it's going to be a really good time. Yeah, it'll be worth it. I'm excited. You get to keep Joanna in New York, which will be nice. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Otherwise, I'm kidnapping her and... Yeah, yeah otherwise Kristen's going to marry her and then she can stay here forever. I would do that, actually. Joanna, will you marry me? <laughs> wow, this is a, a, a new one for the podcast. <laughs> We're going to interview Sierra Prescott, and I'm so excited because I actually designed her deck that is coming out Yay. in August. Um, TBD on when, you, when it's coming out and where you can get it. It's really exciting. Um, it was like a dream of mine to do a project like that, and I'm so excited I linked up with her, and it's coming out. The entire design process, which was so weird, I didn't realize this until we actually called her to interview her. Like, I had never spoken to her. Uh-huh. I was like, wait, that's so crazy that you could just do that entire thing on the internet. Yeah, that is wild. It's a California dream deck, for real. Hell yeah. Yes. and I'm here with Sierra Prescott. Hi. Hello. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, well, I, uh, I'm i a skateboarding photographer. Basically anything and everything I do is revolves around the creative world, whether it's uh, stills, video, um, or working with artists. Everything is kind of revolves around that. Very cool. <laughs> Uh, what got you into photography? You know, I was really into capturing moments as a kid, whether like I, I was super into sports. Um, a lot of things that I saw would happen really fast. And I knew mm-hmm. that you couldn't act, people didn't really get the effect of what was going on, um, in these real life situations mm-hmm. without a photo. And it started to like blow my mind how much you can kind of capture and, you know, stopping time, especially when we, you know, when you're working with sports and mm-hmm. I started getting into things like even shooting sports in the water and, and shooting, um, you know, basketball. And that was, I started doing newspaper work and just kind of started doing the storytelling of that kind of journalistic vibe of sports. Um, yeah. and then, and then I got into extreme sports, um, Very basically cool. <laughs> because I love skateboarding and I was like, man, I, I want to shoot skateboarding now. Yeah. So I started to kind of shoot my friends skateboarding and then it turned into shooting other people who skated really well, you know? And Very then, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then I found myself in college <laughs> studying to be a photographer. Right. So, Where did you yeah, go to college? 
I went to Brooks Institute in oh, Santa Barbara. Very cool. Yeah, which sadly is, is no more, but oh, no. I can vouch for its uh, <laughs> awesomeness Yeah, <laughs> for what it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was an amazing time, and being able to be a creative and growing up in Southern California is is i mean it's kind of a dream yeah, I, I, would I, get to, I would get to leave class and they'd be like all right you know here's your assignments yada 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 shoot this that this that and i'm like cool hop in my car hop on my skateboard have my camera and i'm just i get just explored you know yeah you, you that's have awesome. beaches you have like crazy little canyon drives you've got cool people different kinds of people just, yeah yeah so I don't know. My love just kind of kept growing. It was like a snowball effect. <laughs> I have. Yeah. And I love it. <laughs> oh, that's super awesome. Yeah. Did you always photograph with digital cameras or did you use film at all? Or like what sort of mediums do you use? Definitely started in film. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if we go back to my childhood, I, I actually <laughs> stole a, gosh, I mean, I apologize, right. but I did. I st- I stole a disposable camera as a like five year old kid. Yeah, and my I did give it back, and yeah, but my parents basically rolled the dice and gave me a point and shoot camera, and that was film, and I uh-huh. would just go through rolls and rolls and rolls, and it wasn't necessarily like I was shooting things that were that exciting, but right. you'd see a bunch of photos of like my brother against the fence, right, <laughs> right, or like my brother playing dress up or like my friends playing dress up I just really liked (laughs) kind of like that producing aspect of it um and then when I got into high school and I started to take it a little more seriously as far as just like learning more about it um I got a Nikon F100 um which is Mm -hmm. also film and I did a bunch of black and white and I was in the dark room a lot and then you know that was where the love got deeper you know you realized that like you could feel these things that were that were captured and just basically showing up right under your eyes like it's magic. Yeah. Uh, it was, oh, surreal, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that experience is always so wild when you, like, actually go to, I've done it only a couple times, but it's like, you can't see anything, you're fumbling around, and then all of a sudden yeah. it's, like, right in front of your eyes. It, yeah, it really is, and, like, the whole, the whole aspect of, even editing the exposure on photos and stuff mm-hmm. when we didn't have Photoshop. Yeah. It was just such like a, a different, a different space, you know, like literally waving your hand in for certain front of, or in front of certain areas of your enlarger's image, just so that you can lighten that pocket, you know? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to hit this paper a little less and it's not going to be so dark. Yeah. Like that concept is wild. And yeah. Know, people, people might be awesome on the, you know, the sliders on di- in digital now, but yeah. gosh, that, that relationship with the camera and that relationship with imagery was just, just unique, you know, it's just Definitely. nothing like it really. Definitely. Um, so how long have you been skating? I guess since you were young, if it was like part of your photography. Yeah. So that was the other love that one, I never knew. Gosh, I, if you would have said, Hey Sarah, do you think you'll be skating when you're an adult? I would have been like, I don't know, dude, like, right. <laughs> you know, like, it was just kind of something I did for fun, but it was something that I knew was, like, fun, like, the epitome yeah. of fun, yeah. you know, like, it was my, I'm done with my homework, I'm gonna go hang out, it was my, hey, let's go do something, let's go skateboard, mm-hmm. and, like, school was really important to me, photography was really important to me, 
but skateboarding was one of those things that I always had just a singular relationship with. You know, I could do it by myself at home when no one else is around, or I could call up a few friends and we can jam down hills, you know? Like, it was a very cool activity that just lent itself to new experiences and, like, just fun, you know? Just straight-up fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Was there any one moment that got you hooked on skateboarding? Wow. One moment. You know, when people people ask me, like, how I think I got into it, Mm -hmm. it's really hard since I started when I was, like, 10. Mm -hmm. So my brain, I'm like, where did it really come from? And it wasn't, you know, no one in my family skateboarded. Um, Like, none of my best friends, like, skateboarded first. Like, we all kind of you know, made this decision in a way, but (laughs) I think, I think something that was like super influential to me or two things that are super influential was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 came out (laughs) and, and Rocket Power. And those were like right around the same time, but I'm still, you know, I'm in the cartoons and stuff. I'm a 10 year old. And like, there was something about that, like badass mentality of a girl in a squad with a bunch of dudes doing the same thing they are. Yeah. No questions asked. Yeah. You know, and it reminded me, like, oh, yeah, that's legit. Like, I want to be her. I want to be Reggie, whatever <laughs> it was. Like, the amount of I times like I hear that. that, I love that so much, too. I mean, I did, too. There's no question about it. But I'm, it's it's so wild to me to think about how truly like, I wonder if the people who created Rocket Power really know what they did for women's skateboarding. I honestly, yeah, I don't think they do, or I'm hoping they do, because it really is, it was monumental, just, it's just like that relationship that you never saw with a girl in a skateboard, or even just like the whole, the whole aspect between it being a community thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like something you can share. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely. Know. We've talked about that a lot with like so many different things we've done, like with Quell and just in general, like skateboarding is such a positive community. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Yeah. Like down to, down to the very core of skating, like, you know, true skaters, skaters that do it for the love, like they are completely compelled to bringing everyone up around them at all times. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like this, this like, you like feed off of each other almost, you know, like your friend goes up, tries something, almost gets it. And then you're like, oh man, all right, my turn. Boom. Right. And then you go try it and then you might not get it. And then they go, they go and then they get it. And then you're like, oh, next one, next one. Yes. And then you go. And then it's just like, oh yeah. Okay. Now what, what are we going to, what are we going to do now? What are we going to learn now? Yeah. And it's just like a constantly growing, moving, like hangout. And then, you know, like whether you get so, so, tired that you're done or whether you're just so hungry that you're like okay I can't see anymore (laughs) yeah it's like you just leave with this like sense of achievement and this sense of like creative like outlet really you know like skateboarding especially to me and I think something that also keeps it so embedded in my everyday is that it it really forces you to focus on what you're doing and it really focuses you to hone in on what you want to do with your skateboard because your skateboard doesn't just do things you know like you are Mm -hmm. totally in control of everything it's doing and it's it listens like it totally knows how to listen yeah and and so it's like the the need to be able to visualize yourself doing these things is so imperative 
to progressing in skateboarding that that like overall encompassing body brain like just dance yeah just kind of throws stress out the window and just throws everything else you think about you you know maybe you have something literally to do in a few hours but in that moment you're skateboarding and nothing else matters (laughs) no absolutely um Yeah, so I mean, I think about that a lot too, in the tie-in between skateboarding and creativity, and obviously in your photography, you focus a lot on skateboarding, like, how in general does that impact your business or your art or just your passions? Well, having kind of the the eye for sports, um, I kind of graduated college knowing that I couldn't just focus on sports. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be something that was financially the best decision I could make. Yeah. Um, and, and I did go to school, so I did learn a lot of other aspects of photography. So I kind of just went ahead and ran with like the idea of capturing moments in other aspects the same way I look at sports and the same yeah. way I look at skateboarding. Um, so portraiture is something I do very often and I do a lot of food and restaurant work, um, and a lot of stuff that I just try to bring more of a storytelling aspect to, whether it's being in the kitchen with a chef or it's being on the field with a little kid or it's, you know, with two models crossing the street in downtown. Like I try to always create some, some moment, some like story behind it. Um, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Um, did you ever feel like it was harder to gain respect from like skateboarding and photography as a woman in both of those industries? And how did you navigate that? Yeah, so. I definitely. <laughs> no, I mean, you've, you've definitely brought up a good point, both creatively and uh, as an athlete. I think it has been a little harder for women to get either noticed maybe not so much but uh respected maybe Mm -hmm. um I think it has substantially gotten easier um and I am very fortunate for the kind of the the relationship that the two have given me with people who need anything creative (laughs) like it it sounds kind of weird but it was like this this really interesting like like I don't even know what you would call it. It's just this like team of like yeah. every everyone is now looking at me not as one or the other. They look at Definitely. me as both. Definitely. Where it started the other way, it would be like I'm doing a job. I'm a photographer today. No one even knows I skateboard. Yeah, they, whatever. Right. Other days I'm skateboarding and they just think I'm like this skate rap punk that just <laughs> you know does nothing but skateboard. And I'm like, man, I wish, but I have such a busy life outside <laughs> skateboarding. Absolutely. But now they're they're literally like meshed together. Like yeah. I do everything from like an actual commercial to being in a music video to being in a photo campaign or shooting a campaign as both a photographer and a skateboarder. And it's still something that like, gosh, I, I don't even, I can't even believe it's happening. Like, yeah. It's, it's kind of surreal to, to really have your two passions, you know, being able to work with your two passions, it's still something that I will never take for granted, but yeah. I'm, still, I'm still just like, is this really happening? No, I can imagine. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I could definitely imagine. Um, 
what do you have any big plans for upcoming projects or anything happening in either one of these departments? Yeah, well, that you can talk about it. Yeah, I was gonna say, I've got a lot of things I can't say, but there is something that I'm very excited about, and I am thrilled to say that I got to work with you. Yes, um, but I have. <laughs> Two new skateboards coming out. Yes. Um, I'm so yeah. excited we got to connect on that front, too. That, that's... And you killed it. Thank you. Oh, thank you <laughs> so much. You killed it. That actually um, was, like, for me, exactly what you're talking about, being able to work in your passion and in your creativity. It's yeah. like that was that was a dream come true for me, so I'm excited. But And I'm excited that I get to talk to you about it for this exact reason. Yeah, it's like... You know, I had I had another board before. I have a signature shape, mm-hmm. and I've had one other um, graphic that was basically life is rad. Uh-huh. Um, and I kind of that's one of my mantras in life. Um, I go by it so much. I have like jewelry that says it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I write it everywhere. It's on all my bios, and so I kind of just live by that. And that's what my first board said, and then. With the second board, Mike V and I, mm-hmm. um, Mike V is the Bowley is the owner of Street Plant Brand, and he's actually the company that is putting out these boards, which we yeah. are making in conjunction with uh, PS Sticks. Very cool. Um, but so my signature shape is going to be coming out with our new graphic, which is <laughs> a, a, well, okay. So it's a term coined by Mike mm-hmm. and. And to back up a second, Mike V is is someone who I've always looked up to since I was probably in, like, the 12, 13, when I started wow. getting into, like, oh, like, skateboarding is cool, I look up to skateboarders. <laughs> yeah. And Mike V just had a style unlike any other, you know? Like, he reached down and grabbed the board a lot. He was, you know, yeah, just, just super creative, super went fast, just went hard every time and I just you know I've always looked up to him and so fast forward I get to work with this guy and we go through the first board process and everything goes well and mm-hmm. we love it and everything's awesome <laughs> yeah and he asked me if I want to do another one and I was just, you know of yes. course do I ever and he he says he calls me ever rad Mm-hmm. He calls me the ever rad Sierra Prescott. Whenever he would write about me in his like little bios yeah. about this board that this other board we made, um, and it it kind of like it stuck because I realized that that's not something people say, and sure. it's also <laughs> yeah, it's not something I've even heard like in speech. And then I did I like went crazy. I went on the web and I was like ever rad period ever rad <laughs> not period. Like I just was like yeah. I wanted to see if it was used. Yeah, and it and it wasn't, and I was like, "Yoink, that's mine!" Yes, like, I'm putting that on, and I just yeah. And then I started researching a bunch of artists. Yeah. Yours stuck out like a sore thumb, <laughs> and yeah. it was just it was so cool. I love how I love what you did with the idea. And, Thank you. you know, for for something that's like so, like just really means so much to me. Like you really were able to translate. Oh, you so know, my, my feelings, and I, I just am very grateful for that. Oh, thank you so much. I I mean, <laughs> I'm so excited for everyone to see it, and I'm, I've already gotten very good feedback, so I'm just really glad <laughs> that I could do that for you. Oh, yeah. Um, To back I, up I a little it. bit, how did you even get into the process of, like, 
being able to have a signature board that's like your own signature shape and design like was that did you propose that or how did that kind of come about well so mike v is the guy with the connections you know <laughs> he's he's a skateboarding legend like if you're a skateboarder you know his name yeah. You know what he looks like, you know what he's done. You might not know Street Plant, but yeah. you'll know you'll know the guy for sure. And I uh gosh, I'll never forget the day too. I met up with him and we went to Dogtown Cafe <laughs> on Main Street in uh Santa Monica and we sat down outside and seriously as I'm sitting there people are like walking by being like oh my god Mike can I have your autograph like oh my god literally just like stopping our conversation multiple times and I'm just sitting there like geez is this happening like what is happening yeah like is that your every day (laughs) yeah like and I'm just sitting there like sitting with him having breakfast you know or lunch whatever it was and um and he basically he he proposes to me like the idea that I could do something basically like he's like I don't know what I don't know what you want I don't know what you you know what your dreams might be but what do you like what what could I give to you like he's like I like the vibe I like this I like that and I I honestly I was like I don't even know like what what can (laughs) I get like I don't know and he he goes what if what if I give you your own board and I literally like lost my shit oh my god I can't imagine yeah um I was like I mean (laughs) uh like fanning myself yeah like it was just it was unreal and he meant it he 100% meant it and within about gosh I think within three weeks less than a month I was meeting up with Professor Schmidt, who this guy has shaped over 15 million skateboards in wow. the skateboard industry. Like, he is, he works with so many professionals, so many different brands. He's the face behind so many designs, you know. Yeah. And he just brings them to life. And what he does is he essentially meets with you, and you you talk about what you want, what you like about your skateboards, what you don't like about your skateboards, what you envision. And then he takes that into his computer, goes into the workshop, and starts playing with shapes. And then over a series of, I think we went through three or four prototypes for that first one, maybe four, mm-hmm. um, you you create a final board. And it's, it's yeah, it's this crazy wow. out-of-body process, but you really are cutting like a massive piece of wood, shaping it in there you know, with him, with your straight saw or whatever, just hacking all the rough of the board, and then you get into, like, oh, no, I want these little hips right here, or, like, I don't want that much of a nose, or I want a big fat tail, you know, like, I want the board to go in, I want some concave, I want wheel wells, you know, you really get to narrow down to what exactly, you know, what the wheelbase is, like, it was all up to me, and how I (laughs) rode, and how I skated. Wow. Wow. And the, and then it happened, and now it's, like, it's the cool part to me is I have, like, an actual, I have templates now. So if you yeah. go to his factory, I've got, like, these big wood templates that are, like, yeah. my board shape that presses boards. Wow. And yeah, it's so cool. That is, <laughs> yeah, that's very, very cool. And just for other people, because I obviously know, but when is this board going to be available? They or will both be available. Boards. Yes, both boards. So the other one is a Life is Rad 2, and it is more of a 70s-inspired, a little more cruiser-friendly, 
Um, don't get me wrong, you can still do bonuses, <laughs> kickflips if you want to, or whatever, but it's a little more for for that 70s cruiser vibe. But those two will come out in August. Very cool. Beginning of August. So we've got like one month. Woo! <laughs> yeah, wow. Oh, that summer has flown by. This is crazy. I know. It's, time does fly, and it's, it's amazing. It's yeah. Like, we're all having... You know, th- things happen that <laughs> too are much fun. amazing, but we're having so much fun aside that. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh, switching gears a little bit, um, this is just something random that I wanted to ask you, but how did you get involved with doing, like, stories for Vogue? Well, <laughs> so, I guess I'll, I will tell you exactly how I got into being a skateboarder in front of a camera but yeah essentially when I straight from college I started working well I started working in college for other photographers I managed um a couple and I also worked for Peggy Strode for a while and um once I decided I kind of I hit basically a, a wall and I had decided that I was doing things for other people and that was fine <laughs> yeah that was fine but I I I have like this itch to just work for myself. I've always been that way. And I essentially just got up the courage, not the savings, but the courage, and I quit. <laughs> <laughs> and I had, you know, went from having a full-time job to, well, no job, right. or, you know, just freelance taking photo jobs. And so I had a lot of time. And with that time, what was I going to do? I wasn't going to sit there and mope. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of started skating more and I started photographing myself. Like I would set up my camera on my uh, car door mm-hmm. where, you know, like your, um, your unlock knob would be up and yeah. then there's the window. So I'd like just cradle <laughs> my phone in between the unlock knob yeah. and, and just film myself doing stuff on the sidewalk or whatever, wherever I thought was fun. And I just started putting it up because to me that was, that was my creative outlet at the time yeah. and it felt good. And I believe the very first, um, the very first like regram that happened was um, for Z Flex, and then this other company that was just like a like an island blog. And all of a sudden, I just I started like acquiring some followers, and it was like whatever. I didn't know what it meant. Right. I was like, oh, (laughs) haha. There's some people. So then I'm like, I'm gonna keep doing this this stuff. So I just kind of kept doing what I was doing and. I did, like, you know, I still had my random shots of me, like, drinking a waterfall. Yeah. But, like, I also just kind of, you know, I really enjoyed doing the skateboarding, and those were performing better, and, you know, that's kind yeah. of addictive sometimes. Right, definitely. Um, but, and then a little bit later, not even that much later, Van's um, girls ended up, posting me and then all of a sudden it was like a bomb went off in my inbox (laughs) and like on my page and after that it just kind of it was a snowball effect and you know I just got regrammed reblogged and I just kept doing what I was doing started working with a bunch of different photographers um and I think just yeah just kind of kept doing exactly that and then I got reached out like I I wish I could say that I found a lot of these opportunities for myself but it's super nuts that these people and a lot of these opportunities have genuinely just shown up in my inbox 
Yeah, that and sort of thing is so... It's so 21st century. It's... it's, it's I can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah, and it's... And it, again, it's like, yeah, it's social media. Like, you and I had not talked on the phone until... Right. <laughs> you know, Until today, right now, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we'd worked together. We'd created this art piece. And yeah. we'd collaborated and we'd, you know... Right. Did, you know, we just planned everything, but it was all digital. We were all talking and reading words, you know, yeah. whether it was text. I don't even think it was text. It was all email. Email, I think so, too. Yeah. You know? Wow. And, like, it's amazing that... And it also reminds you, though, that, like, we are all just a message away, you know? Yeah. DMs are real. Like, everyone thinks that, you you know, you can't reach people. Or, like, yeah. oh, they're so famous. They're so this. They're so bad. Or this company's so cool, but... They'll never, they'll never see me, like, da, 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 da. But it's like, that's just, that's just what you think. Like, reach out. Yeah. And it's never going to hurt. Never going to hurt to reach out. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah, very, no, that's very, very true. Um, what would you say to other young girls out there who want to skateboard? Like, any advice or anything? Oh my gosh, please do. <laughs> Skateboarding world wants you, needs you, and wants to skate with you. But I was just saying that, like, uh, you know, a lot of girls run into the the issue of not seeing too many other girls where they are. So it yeah. kind of makes them feel alone, or it makes them feel intimidated, or it makes them feel out of place, you know? Yeah. And that is that is like the last thing that skateboarding should make you feel. And unfortunately some skate, some of skate culture has a little more of that, like die hard. If you're not good, get out. If you're like not going to go hard, leave, you know? Yeah. But this is, this is 2018 and skateboarding is, is, is for everybody. It really yeah. is. And, and as a skateboarder that's been doing it, like I want, and welcome anyone who wants to skateboard to do it because if, if anyone can feel what I can feel with my skateboard, then that's awesome because it makes me so happy. And being able, like telling someone else they can't do that or having someone else be hindered by the fact that they don't see a girl and you know they're scared. Like yeah, like that is like that's heartbreaking to me. But it's also yeah. we can get over that. Yeah, we can get over that. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And, and maybe it means we just need to hand out rocket power tapes to Honestly, all these Honestly, I think they need to reboot that. <laughs> I think I'm, I think I need to contact them and be like, hey, let's bring this back. I think so. That would be really, really good. Where did you even air it? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I can't even remember what channel it aired on. Nickelodeon. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> amazing. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me and Yeah, of course. Where can our listeners find you? Any like social media handle or anything? Yes, so my name is Sierra Prescott. <laughs> uh my website is sierraprescott.com and my Instagram and my Twitter is Sierra underscore Prescott. Perfect. Um and Oh, yeah, there's a YouTube channel. <laughs> Somewhere in there. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Just plug it. No, no, no. That's-